0: The Process, a podcast about creativity and experimental music. In the world of experimental music, outcomes and accolades for creators can be uncertain and at times seem far and few between. Therefore, creators and practitioners of experimental music must embrace the one thing they will always have complete control over, the process. This podcast aims to understand this creative process by listening to new works and discussing them with their creators. Each episode focuses on one creator and their music. Understanding how and why they create can inform aspiring creatives and help audiences better understand and navigate experimental music. I'm Dr. Doug Bielmeier, and I'll be your host as we explore the world of experimental music, creativity, and the human need to find purpose in their world and lives. This is The Process. Hi, I'm Dr. Doug Bielmeyer. Welcome to The Process. Today is the last show of season three. Um, So uh, the show will take a brief hiatus uh, until September. Uh, In September, season four will begin. And I've already um, got some interviews lined up for that, Um, got some uh, big ideas for season four. So look for that in September of 2022. Between now and then, or at any point, uh, feel free to reach out to me about the show uh, as being either maybe a possible guest and or contributing to the show in some way. Or maybe you just want to tell me that you hate the show. And if you do, like, I don't care. But if you like the show or have some ideas about other things or other people that I should cover, uh, feel free to reach out. Um, You can reach me at my email, which is dbielmeyer at gmail.com. Uh, that's Diaz and doug and then bielmeier b-i-e-l-m-e-i-e-r at gmail.com uh, also you can uh direct message me on any of the uh socials i'd love to hear from you love to hear some of your thoughts advice or even desire to participate in the show either as a guest or in another way so season four uh is looking to be another great season of content, talking with creative people uh, and creative musicians and how they create it and why they create it and how it all makes sense in their world and lives. But today's episode is a great place to to take a brief pause at um, because it's definitely from a, a genre of music and a type of music that I'm intimately involved in. Uh, you know, let alone experimental music, but also the world of electronic music and specifically uh, guitar and effects. Uh, As you know, I I perform uh, on the lap steel um, and have written a bunch of compositions that are both electronic just for fixed media as well as for acoustic instruments. And uh, today's guest is no different. Uh, Jay Source uh, you may know him from a lot of the uh, performing he does as a guitarist, both classical guitarist and um, electric guitarist. You may know him from groups such as Hypercube uh, as well, uh, as some of the other performance ensembles in. But I think today's conversation is really interesting because he talks a lot about how the guitar itself is a is a musical instrument, but all the effects and the pedals that go with it are also um an instrument and definitely something that needs to be mastered or perfected uh, prior to stepping on a stage or, um, you know, getting in front of people and performing. Uh, He mentions, uh, you know, that everything could just stop uh, and uh, the whole thing could just crash and anybody that's ever performed with a laptop or any other computer systems or even effects can understand that struggle. I think (laughs) it's probably happened to you. so, uh, without further ado, let's take a listen to Copper and then learn more about Jay. guitarist noted for his unique blend of refinement, intensity, and virtuosic technique, Jay Source has performed nationally and internationally as soloist and chamber musician. Jay is a founding member of the Hypercube Ensemble and the Source Lodge duo. Jay is committed to expanding the role of guitar as a chamber instrument and champions the music of living composers. Jay's creative work focuses on music for electric guitar and effects. In addition to solo works, Jay's collaborative projects include a duo with electronic musician Drake Anderson. Their album Fossil Record was released in 2021, and the electric guitar duo project with Nicholas Deo, Kill Dry. They released Stretch the Sky in 2022 and have a double album, The Pool of the Black Star, being prepared for release. On today's episode, we listen to one of Jay's guitar and effects compositions, Copper.
1: Ever since I picked up a guitar, Mm-hmm. Um, It's been a creative thing. I and, and sometimes it can be an issue because you, you know you sit down, yeah. you have to practice, you have a gig right. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. and uh, an hour later you're still kind of messing around yeah. and, mm-hmm. and making stuff up. All of the stuff that I I do creatively is yeah. with the guitar. It's it's yeah. you know I, I grew up playing electric guitar. I got away from it playing classical guitar for right. a long time. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, still of course creating stuff all the time and, and sure. composing stuff. Although. Yeah. Um, Getting back into electric guitar sort of um, ex- excited me because, um, of course, it comes with all the effects. And, right, you yeah. know, that was something I've always loved um, and have messed around with on and off for, you know since I was a teenager. Yeah.
0: Do, you, do you remember, sorry to interrupt you, do you yeah. remember the first pedal you bought? Do you remember what it was? Um, like what? What was the gateway to the gateway? Uh, you know, to now having. I know you now have just a you know a floor full of, of pedals. But yeah, what was the first one? Do you remember?
1: I mean, I've I've had. I you know, when you're a kid, you would love to have all these pedals, but Absolutely. you're broke, you know, and so yes. I, and so I had. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, whatever I sort of bartered and traded for, which was usually some junk. Um, But the first really cool pedal that I had was Mm -hmm. a boss loop station.
0: Mm. And that's
1: kind of ties back into sort of what I'm doing now. So I had, I had a, um, a really cheap Ibanez delay pedal and that boss loop station. And that was like, you know, endless fascination. What couldn't
0: you do? do Yeah, really. And, and,
1: um, and that's kind of, I mean, that's been the the seed of of everything that yeah. I do um, now with effects is I mean it, it can be sort of summed up simply with with yeah. um like very sort of elaborate looping mechanisms and yes. um yeah. and layers and 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 using those devices as sort of like a sound world building mm-hmm. um, machine, essentially, yeah. right?
0: So do you find you're inspired by guitar ideas or just by improvising or um, is it, uh, you know, extra musical things that are inspiring you to kind of sit down in front of the guitar and and the pedals?
1: Um, All of the above, really. Um, But I think um, whether consciously or not, the ideas come through the guitar. Um, Mm. That's like and never get tired of the sounds that the guitar makes, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and it it's still, someone said at some point that yeah. the guitar is the, um, you know, like the most sophisticated electro acoustic musical interface.
0: Sure.
1: Um, because it has the, you know, the touch and feel and the interactive nuance right. of a acoustic yeah. instrument in many ways. Sure. Yeah. Um, And then it's, and it, then it becomes part of the ecosystem of the effects. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, the perfect example of course is feedback, but it's, but the sounds are affecting the instrument. The instrument is affecting the sounds.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, You know, I, I think through my fingers and my ears that it's, it's you know, the the more connected I I get to the guitar, the more I'm, I'm hearing. I never get... Tired of having a guitar in my right. hands, I'm a like obsessed. You know,
0: the, the possibilities are endless, right? Yeah, right. And um, you know, one thing I was thinking about though too, can it be overwhelming sometimes? Because you know, we talk about guitar being this acoustic instrument, but then also, like you mentioned, you know, electroacoustic with all the pedals and all the effects. But there's a lot of history of electric guitar. And some of it is very cool. Some of it is very specific. Uh, Maybe that's instead of saying lame, I was was saying (laughs) specific, like to a very certain style. So do you ever find yourself, you know, sometimes limited because of that history of, well, I can't use delay and chorus because then it's 80s guitar or I can't, you know, now it's a blues guitar. Do, do Do you ever find yourself... Is that 100%, limiting? One hundred percent.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, yeah. I think you know, and, and every every instrument has the sort of connotations that immediate right. that immediate yes. like oh yeah. you know you play a chord and it's like oh Beatles I recognize yes. that you know that's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a thing yeah. Um, yeah. and 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 that's another thing about you know, the effects that can be really you, you know you're now you're taking it one step removed from sort of historic connections and, and those sort of immediate, you know, connotations. But I guess, you know, every instrument has that to some degree or another Um, guitar, maybe more so because it's in every popular music and and just sort of that sound is, 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 is so in our ears, you know,
0: but But you're right. Like the violin has tropes. There's all, just all these musical cliches and things. So yeah. Yeah. History.
1: Um, you know, like a just a, a purely clean guitar, it's really tricky, I think, to write something that yeah. doesn't have those connotations sure. and doesn't immediately sure. sort of pull you out and right. and remind you of that. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm thinking of that actually quite actively.
0: And it's interesting too, because I think just the average listener too is so sensitive to like if you're using both the pickups, one of the pickups, like if what your tone is, like I, I think because there's just so much, you know, commercial and popular history of guitar that electric guitar that, you know, just changing your tone knob, people are like, oh, well, now that's this, and it's not this, and it's that, and yeah, um, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting anxiety thinking about <laughs> limitations. <laughs> um, but I, I uh, guess it's you know, it's yeah. it,
1: and it's it's probably not quite so you know, mm-hmm. like overtly thought about. Because a lot of times, you, you yeah, I mean, a, I probably you can't avoid it altogether anyway. B, there's the sounds that probably have just as much of a loaded like connotation, but Mm -hmm. I like them, so I use, you know, so you you start to um, just sort of collect the sounds that. For better or worse, those those are the sounds that I like and I gravitate mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. um they tend to be more heavily affected
0: you know so sure. I put layers of reverb yeah. and I put you know layers of of delay and loops um, we might not recognize them as guitar right away yes uh, yeah, initially
1: exactly yeah. well, yeah, and certainly like once you start using um volume swells and you start yeah. and you start removing the attack and um yeah you can you can you can remove it pretty quickly from from at least the the acoustic sounding guitar right yeah sure I guess in a larger um, framework, I've, I've been kind of thinking about the, this series of pieces and, you know, I come back to it periodically. It's not like I'm constantly working on it, but, but sure. this sort of uh, general idea is uh, associating each piece with a different color.
0: Yeah, and I guess
1: loosely because because right. the first yeah. one of them is called charcoal. That was the first mm-hmm. one that I did, um, and this one is called copper, which I mm-hmm. guess are loosely colors, you know. Um, right. But yeah. but but and then I have another one's called sky blue. Is it um, like a
0: synesthesia thing, or is it? It's looser than that. It's it's
1: <laughs> it's very loose. It's very yeah.
0: loose. Um, yeah.
1: Although I, at least for me, it, it makes mm-hmm. those titles make perfect sense when you hear yeah. it. It yeah. somehow on some level they make sense, but it's definitely not any sort of programmatic thing or anything right. like that. Right. Yeah. Um, I think maybe on the most basic level it's called copper because it see- it has this um like yeah. metallic Absolutely. kind of
0: quality yeah. to it, right? And yeah. that that
1: yeah. that thread runs through the whole piece and Kind of
0: browns and oranges. I, yeah yeah.
1: I yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I and 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 that's as, as deeply as, right. as the, right. the title yeah, gets. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was one of these things where like I said, you know, so I was working on the material, and um and at one point I'm like, okay, co- like the, the word copper pops up to my head, and I'm like, Yeah, that's exactly that sort of fits perfect. That's great. And then and then maybe it's it the opposite happens, which is like, okay, now I have this thing called copper. And that also directs where the rest of the piece goes. Um, So it kind of feeds back into itself. Mm. Um, But the, the, I guess there was two basic things um, that are pretty major Mm. elements in the piece that kind of sparked the the whole thing. And the first one is just that opening chord. It has like this long, slow um, Mm. sort of pulsing quality to it. Yeah. And, Um, I really liked, and essentially, so what that is, 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 um, a very slow harmonic tremolo. So if you Mm -hmm. take a harmonic tremolo, which, which divides the, the higher frequencies and the lower frequencies. And, Mm -hmm. and so you're, so it, you know, it has the the tremolo thing, but Mm -hmm. it's affecting the different frequencies at different rates. Mm -hmm. Um, and I put that at the absolute slowest thing, Mm -hmm. um, it was just a a kind of happy coincidence. I attached this little expression slider to the pedal and it allowed me then to go even slower than the knob. And I heard that and I, and I played this chord and, and I I just loved that the overtones are kind of blooming out of it. And and it was just, you know, so that idea, okay, I just got to sit with that for a while. And I, you know, you play and you are just not getting tired of hearing it. So, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm using that, you know.
0: Um, but linked with the pedal, then you could change the rate of the the tremolo on as yes, well, right? So I right. I, I, th- I think throughout the piece I heard it, you know, speeding up and slowing down. But you're saying it's also linked then to the frequencies. So as you're speeding up and slowing it down, different frequencies are uh, having this tremolo on them.
1: Exactly right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so I, yeah, and and in fact, if, if you're looking at the in the video, there's a right. there's a little white pedal with it with the slider on it, and I'm and I'm adjusting right. the tremolo yeah. rate. Um, as the piece goes, um, and you know, a fast tremolo and, and this slow undulating thing are like, you know, might as well be different effects. Right. So, um, so that was, that was like a a real starting point. And then there's another effect that I found it's called the multi-resonator and it's, um, it's actually like a, a modular synth, um, thing. There's a, there's a, there's a brand called mutable instruments and they do this. And, and um, it's that, so that's included in, in one of the pedals that I have. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't know exactly the, the, the the technology behind it, but, but it's essentially it's, it's like modeling physical Mm -hmm. instruments and then Mm -hmm. you can play with, like how those instruments are resonating. So yeah. um yeah. the physical model that this one was based on is a like a coil spring. So essentially you're you're like feeding your sound through the coil spring right. and then you can control you know, the damping, so right, you know, right. if it's less damp and you can get these great like feedback moments,
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the brightness and and you can really interact as if, yeah. if the sound is literally going through a spring and the yeah. and of course, like the metallic and all the overtones and right. um, like the multiphonics that are that are in like a kind of a, a rusty piece of metal so
0: so. Well, I think it was so appropriate because, you know, in a lot of those some of those older amps, they have the spring reverb in them. And, you know, the classic sound of somebody knocking over an amp and hearing that kind of <laughs> yes. you know, which we try not to do, right? Yeah, but, right. you know happen but it is
1: one of the great sounds,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. and it's just it's, so it's the shaking, this vibrating. and yeah. um yeah, I heard that throughout the piece as well, this sort of, you know, kind of organic sort of shaking, but metal. You know, and then I guess leads into the, the copper as well. I don't know if it's, it's a Absolutely. copper
1: Absolutely. Well, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, it all starts yeah. to, it's like, I mean,
0: are right. yes. springs yes. even
1: made of copper? I don't know. I know who
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong people. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But But they all sort yeah. of, they're all sort of pointing yeah. towards like this metallic quality. Yeah. And so it just yeah. made sense. and And, and the one yeah. thing leads into the other. who 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 my musical career my music life is yeah. um it really like it's these two things it's it's the performing um right. you know concert playing um yeah. uh, playing other people's music part mm-hmm. of my life which is mm-hmm. um probably the more um, like visible part of my right stuff and then and then there's my creative work which which time-wise probably i'm spending maybe a lot more time doing this my creative stuff um but but it's uh, like i said you know it's a lot of times i'm i'm doing it for my
0: own right which is important which is important i think you know doing like composing as a therapeutic process or as a personal enjoyment thing uh i think that's still really important and valid
1: yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. And I guess also there's, there's an element of it. You know, the pedals are an instrument and you're, you're yeah. developing skill with the instrument. And a lot of it, I, I really feel that way. And, and getting to the point now where I feel like now that instrument, I'm, I'm like up to a, a pr- yeah. the level now where I'm like ready to right. share it with, you know, the world yeah. or or yeah. Um, ready to, 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 uh, and haven't done a ton of it, but um, like playing concerts and, and doing improvisations, you know, in front of a live audience and you, you yeah. pedals are, are touchy like that. I mean, you know,
0: Absolutely.
1: if you're not really completely, Mm-hmm. in control they can sort of run away with you or yeah, suddenly the sound stops and and you're stuck right. you know so yeah. um the you know getting that skill level up to yeah. where i'm i'm happy with it but but all that aside is to say that there's the part of my life where i'm i'm i am getting paid for my musical services yeah. and yeah. then there's the creative work that i
0: primarily am not so you're working and you're playing gigs you're playing other people's music um, you're playing standard rep, you know, for guitar. Um, and then you have your own stuff. um and I love this idea too, uh, that the pedals are an instrument too, you know, and that's something that you have to practice and train. Uh, to become effective with those, and you know, I, I I never I always try to remind myself that when I see somebody at doing some type of technical, either working with a laptop or working with pedals, I have to remind myself how much time they took to be able to just pull that off live. You know, let yeah. alone just pull it off, but pull it off live and and like you said, not have just like the music stop. You know, yeah. and like so, is is your goal as a creator to kind of merge those two things or? I think, I think I'm fine with having two worlds. Um, Yeah.
1: And, and if that's, if, I mean, and I think they're both sort of go to different places on their own. I think where I'm, where I'm heading with, with this particular world, the guitar and effects world is um, like I said, I I think I'm, I'm, I'm heading towards feeling comfortable (laughs) Yeah, bringing it out publicly and and getting on stage yeah. and doing it. And that's a more mm-hmm. of a, a recent thing. I mean, partially because um, I've been doing it so much. I mean, yeah. the pandemic for all yeah. its ups and downs gave me a lot of time to just do this. <laughs> yeah. And I did yeah. put a lot yeah. of time into it. And yeah. so, you, yeah, so you really know your, your setup in mm-hmm. in and out and, um, mm-hmm. and to, to get to a point where you feel like you can improvise and mm-hmm. um, not just be rehashing, but, but really like, Going mm-hmm. new places, but also having that element of control where sure. it's not going to explode, right? right. Um, so, and that's something that um, I, you know I've, I'm doing more and more in in mm-hmm. variety of ways, um, improvisation mm-hmm. and um, sort of performance. But I think I think that's where this is going, mm-hmm. and I'd love to be doing more of it. Actually, I think I like, yeah, that's 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 the next step is to sort of pursue opportunities to to do it live
0: so it's an evolution it's an evolution of what you're doing and um you know you get i think that's with technology too we get to certain walls and we're like okay but what i want to do this now what how can i do that and exactly sure enough somebody on the internet is making a pedal somewhere (laughs) or you can build yourself right and that's right
1: i mean it's that it's that exact fortunate like timing where um you might have to wait decades. I, I don't know, you know,
0: <laughs> I feel, yeah, I feel like some of the electro electronic composers, like in the sixties and seventies, like waiting for a computer computational yeah. process to be fast enough.
1: To exactly. Do Brez, some just like, to. you know, yeah. it doesn't, it's not better to be decades ahead of your time. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, well, Jay, this has been uh, fantastic talking to you. Um, definitely for any of our uh, techier or nerdier uh, listeners, they'll, they'll love this uh, episode uh, as sure as everyone else will. Um, before I let you go, can you tell us a little bit about where we can find out more about you and your music?
1: Uh, sure, yeah. I, um, I have a website. It's jsource.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have um, some of my recent projects Available on Bandcamp and iTunes Um, The project with Nicholas Deo is called Kill Dry We have um, an album That we just released in January Mm -hmm. As well as a double album Coming out in next fall Uh, As well I have um, An album with uh, The electronic musician Drake Anderson um, That's called Fossil Record That's also available on Bandcamp and iTunes Um, And all the links for that Are on my website
0: thanks to Jay for sharing his time and music with us. If you enjoyed this episode, please check out other episodes in the series. And as always, like, subscribe, or leave a comment on your preferred podcasting app. I'm Dr. Doug Bielmeyer, and this has been The Process.